Hey, it's Outside the Box again. Today's topic is worker owners. Too big to fail. That little saying disgusted me to no end when we were dealing with economic failures, especially in 2008 and 2009. Let them fail, I would shout at the radio every time I heard about a mega corporation in trouble. But I wasn't necessarily rooting for General Motors or AIG or Fannie Mae or some of the mega banks like Citibank and Bank of America to fail. Well, probably the banks could have gone under without me shedding any tears. But what I was really hoping for was a change of ownership and a breaking up of corporations that were too large. Rather than stockholders as owners and a few wealthy managers and CEOs running these businesses, I was hoping for a worker takeover instead. Let the workers run the businesses, not the managers and stockholders. They know how to make things. They know how to do the job. And let these companies divide into smaller units so they're easier to manage and locally based. Why is worker ownership so important? Right now, capital, the money used to maintain and expand the economy, is concentrated in the hands of a very small number of individual investors, pension funds, financial institutions, and corporations. If most of the money is in a few places, then only those will benefit. The rich get richer, but working people don't. More economic inequality. With worker ownership, anyone doing productive work would benefit not just from their labor through wages or salaries, but from the fruits of their labor, profits. But you might say, running a business is not the same as producing cars or making home loans. Yes, there would need to be some retraining and bringing in new people with management experience. However, running a business as a worker-owned cooperative is not rocket science. There are many shining examples in this country, and the largest cooperative in the world, Mondragon in Spain, has operated successfully for 70 years. It has about 75,000 worker-owners. One small example of a struggling economy being turned into company, rather, being turned into a worker-owned cooperative was Republic Doors and Windows in Chicago. The owner closed the business at the end of 2008, but workers occupied the factory to demand severance pay and other benefits owed to them. Another company bought the plant, but it collapsed in 2012. Thanks to a second highly publicized occupation of the factory, workers raised funds to buy the company now called New Era Windows. A quieter but very successful transition to worker ownership took place in 2014 in Deer Island, Stonington, Maine. Three businesses were sold by the family who owned them to about 40 of their employees. One source of information about how to set up worker-owned cooperatives is the U.S. Federation of Worker Cooperatives at usworker.coop. The Federation has a countrywide list of worker co-ops and a lot of how-tos for starting and maintaining one. 
The next time we have an economic downturn and government money is used to prop up a failing corporation, I hope part of the deal is new ownership by workers themselves. And in the meantime, we can support worker-owned businesses and, where possible, invest any extra money we might have in helping them to survive and grow. Would you rather buy a GM or Chrysler car if the company were owned by the workers themselves? I'm Larry Danzinger, wanting to see more democracy in every workplace. Thank you.